Are you looking for a new basketball shoe? If so, this is Gary Parrish here to tell you that the New Balance 2-Way V4 features the groundbreaking use of fuel cell technology with fresh foam creating the ultimate combination of rebound and cushioning. Every step feels explosive and dynamic, and the upper construction features a lightweight textile that's supportive and breathable. So whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the 2-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the 2-Way at newbalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey there, it's Gary Parrish. Welcome back to the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, where we sometimes discuss camel fighting, dodo birds, and leaky black. Matt Norlander is here with me. If you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button like your brain and Davies. You have consent. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the CBS Sports College Basketball YouTube channel, also do that while you're here okay let's get into it big news on this kentucky derby saturday Brody james the son of the king has publicly committed to usc deadleg your thoughts thoughts are i'm tweeting out a link to this podcast right now from my account come join us if you are here on youtube on a saturday first of all if you are not and you're watching after subscribe to the channel ding the bell so that when we go live you get an alert about it there uh thoughts i got <laughs> One, I was uh, cleaning up. I was cleaning up dinner when I got a text. Bronny James is going to USC. Can you go, can you hop on HQ? And I said, well, I'm not going to repeat exactly. What I said I, Saturday, a uh, Saturday, a uh, dinner time on the East Coast, right before the Derby. Also, right before Lakers play later tonight at home against uh, against the Warriors. There, time is a bit weird. This has been the anticipate, as I said on HQ, by the way, my hair, you can tell this was a quick, I mean, first of all, I'm in desperate need of a haircut, but this was a, yeah, not expected. Not, not, did not think this was coming on a Saturday GP. This was the anticipated outcome for a number of weeks. Uh, I want to say like, it was like the first or second podcast of the off season. We hopped off uh, and I was like, Hey, if Ronnie James commits like tomorrow, I can do it. But if it's in like two days, I'm, you're going to have to fly without me. So we, we thought that he would be committing. Um, I thought it might've been a couple of weeks back, but so goes, he's there. He's going now. He's going to be a part of the, the roster next season. Uh, Paris is going to update his top 25 and one. I'm not sure. How about this? Let's go right here. Like we talk fit all the big picture stuff. I'm not sure if it wasn't Bronny James, if a player that was recruited the same number added was added to a team that you would necessarily bump that team up in your ranking. So what makes you maybe consider doing that just because it's Bronny James page views, baby. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Just, uh, just empty naked uh, push for more readership. But I, I respect it. Yeah. 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 You, you put up new rankings with Bronny James in the headline. That's gold. Uh, you know, it's even better than that. You drop them because Bronny James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we're going. Now we're going. Yeah. Do you dare me? I drop them down from 17 to 21 because I'm concerned you. about distractions. <laughs> that would be great. That would be, yes. The 2023-24 CBS Sports preseason top 25 and one has been updated to reflect recent developments. 
USC has dropped four spots with the addition of Bronny James. No, I'm not going to do that. I would never do that to the son of a king. Yeah, I know. I know. So you are going to move him up. All right, we'll see how far you move him up. Uh, how much? Let me let me volley it back to you here. How much big picture impact do you think Bronny James will have on USC next season? And to that, I mean, do you think their finish in the Pac-12 is is bumped up a spot or two? Do you think their seed potential? Are we talking a seed line bump situation here, Gary Parrish? Are we talking maybe an extra round in the tournament? How much does this addition actually increase USC's overall strength? I think it helps. I'm just not sure how much it will help. I already had USC as the Pac-12 favorite ahead of UCLA, ahead of Arizona. Now, slightly, I think that, you know, they would be even more of a favorite than they otherwise would be. Um, In terms of big picture impact he will actually make, he will make a massive impact in terms of attention, in terms of who people go into games, wanting to turn on USC basketball. It'll be big in that way. My concern is that though he has improved dramatically by all accounts over the past year and become a legitimate top 30 prospect in his class, he still, I just want to know what's going to, what is going to be the reaction when you look up in January and Bronny James is averaging seven points a game. Cause that's, that's probably about what we're looking at, right? I mean, he's not better than Boogie Ellis. He's not better than Isaiah Collier. So he, at best, he's the third best guard on his team next season. But the most, but if not the most famous player in college basketball, one of the most famous players in college basketball. And are people going to understand the difference between those two things? I think your casual fan thinks Bronny James is the next LeBron James or some, or some, sort, of, some sort of high school prospect that people talk about that way. He is super famous. He's legitimately good, but he's probably not based on where he's ranked in high school, based on what USC also has, probably not a double-digit scorer as a freshman. And I I hope people understand that going in so that um, whatever backlash might exist can be toned down just a little bit. How about this? So USC fans are aware of this, and some fans of some schools that recruited this player, you know, uh, Alabama, UCLA, Michigan, they're aware of this. USC has a player coming in named Isaiah Collier who was going to start at point guard who – in the 247 Sports Composite, is the number one player in the class. <laughs> He's number two according to 247 Sports. Bronny James is going to that situation. On top of that, Boogie Ellis, who's entering in with, uh, uh, no joke, like it feels like his sixth year of college, uh, just a, a veteran among veterans in that sport there, which it isn't intriguing from a, from a fit standpoint because Collier's a mega talent. You talk about potential lottery pick. He's that guy. That's not Bronny. He's not right now heading into the season. And then Boogie's been around there and him returning. I actually think it really, really, really does help USC ceiling. If, 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 if As far as I'm concerned, they're going to get both, which is good. But at, at one point, USC didn't really know if it was going to have Boogie Ellis or, or Bronny James. But to me, Boogie Ellis would be the player that would be better suited to help you in a one-year situation. In fact, I think, this is my projection here, I think USC starting five, I don't think Bronny James is starting to start the season. At least as it stands right now. You have Collier, Collier at the one, Ellis will be at the two, and he's a combo guard as is. Sophomore Kobe Johnson, he'll be at the wing. You've got Josh Morgan, a 6'11", 200-pound forward and then Vinci Wachuku will be at the five. Now Bronny James will probably be one of the first couple guys off the bench, but Isaiah Sellers is a freshman shooting guard. 
who's also pretty good. And then Kajani Wright is a six nine freshman power forward. They're probably even deeper than that. And I'm not. I think they still have one open scholarship, so they might even try and add one more transfer of impact there. USC will be among the most talked about teams because of Bronny, no matter how this goes, whether he steps in and suddenly we're like, well, hot damn, this is a top five freshman in the country. Cause I don't, I don't expect that to be the case. I would have no issue with being wrong. I'm just going off of where, how these things normally go with recruiting rankings. You and I have both seen him in person. He has gotten better. I don't expect him to be among the five best freshmen in the sport next season. Uh, so no matter how this goes, whether that's the case, whether he is great, pretty good, good, just okay, or below our, uh, or below what you know the line I'm putting at here. Just you know, sub at, uh, subpar, right? No matter how it goes, USC will find itself in a spot where it's basically never been before, and that is talked about and written about on a weekly basis throughout the course of the regular season. Now the program has been solid in recent seasons. He's going into a positive winning environment. But as I said on HQ with you, Parrish, there still will be a circus element to this. And I am interested to see how all of this just generally goes. You know, how Bronny James attending USC, how hands-on or not LeBron is in that situation. Um, I do not wish this upon the young man, but frankly, because he's opting to go to USC, it feels like there could be a certain tabloid element to this as well, because specifically of that town and and uh, you know the whole cottage industry uh, that comes along with that. So, listen, they've been recruiting him really. USC's been like intently recruiting him since the start of his sophomore season, and they knew what they were getting into with this. Uh, no doubt, I'm sure there's there's certain expectations from the James family about how this should go, but. Um, I trust a lot of LeBron's judgment when it comes to basketball matters. And I'm going to give, not that I have any reason not to, but I'm just going to state this up front because I think some people don't, won't, won't see it like this. I will absolutely give LeBron James the benefit of the doubt when it comes to my son is going to go play at USC. He wanted to play with this coaching staff at this school. I'm going to let the coaches do what the coaches do and not interfere. I will give him the benefit of doubt. And I, I would think that you would 2GP, but maybe not. Correct me if I'm wrong, but let him really walk his own path here because beyond that, as you mentioned on, on HQ, there is the pressurized, made public expectation that Bronny James will be in the NBA and LeBron wants to play with his son to me, he's not a one-and-done player. Doesn't, mo- doesn't mean he won't be one-and-done. He could, he might have just an okay season, and then it's poof, off to the NBA. We're just going to make this happen come hell or high water. To me, he is absolutely a multi-year college player. But with that as backdrop, I certainly hope they allow him to develop and not create a situation where you and I are hopping on a podcast in the middle of December and we're talking about, all right, this has become a bit of a mess here with everything that's that's going on with, with Bronny and his lack of playing time, and LeBron tweeted this or said this. I hope we avoid all that. I trust that we will. Yeah, I, I was always a little uncomfortable with the very public proclamation by LeBron that I'm going to end my career playing with my son because, boy, that put a lot of public pressure on his son. And LeBron said it a long time ago in that moment when it, it didn't appear that Bronny James was a legitimate NBA player. Now most people um, can can very reasonably see him someday maybe playing in, in that league. But I always, you know, and, and LeBron's an amazing father. Um, you know, I, I should probably take some lessons from him rather than, than give him advice. But I just always thought 
making it known to the world that my dream is to play in the NBA with my son. If your son never got to the NBA, he could feel like he let you down. It could just cause a lot of weird emotions and feelings. But I, I, honestly, I don't think in this moment that's much of a concern anymore because I do believe Le- LeBron James is going to be on an NBA roster. Don't forget Giannis Antetokounmpo's brother is on an NBA roster, largely if not entirely because he's Giannis Antetokounmpo's brother. So let's think about how this could play out because I agree with you. Based on talent, change his name. He's not a one-and-done player. It should, no be no- yeah. it should be noted that there are multiple freshmen who are going have already entered the 2023 NBA draft and they are going to be one and done first round draft picks despite being ranked way lower than where Bronny James is ranked in his high school class. Uh, Bryce Sensabaugh uh, is one who was ranked in the 80s of his high school class. He's now going to be a one and done first round draft pick and Taylor Hendricks at USUCF uh, was in the 80s of his high school class and is now going to be a one-and-done first-round pick um, in this draft. So it is possible, I just think unlikely. Those are these exceptions more than the rules. But either way, let's say that Bronny James does play one whatever season at USC and then enters the 2024 NBA draft. Last, I believe, September, LeBron James agreed to a two-year, $97.1 million contract extension with the Lakers. But everything I read just before we started this um, indicates that the 2024-25 year is actually a player option. So he could opt out of that if he wanted to. So one way that this thing plays out is LeBron plays next season with the Lakers while Bronny is playing next season at USC. Bronny enters the NBA draft. LeBron James opts out of his player option and is now an unrestricted free agent and makes it known to the world, he can literally go anywhere that Bronny James goes. So if you want me to come to your franchise, draft my son. I think that could very, in in a real way, impact where Bronny James gets picked. And then, of course, the other option is that um, LeBron could – you know, just tell the Lakers, you need to, you need to draft my son or else I'm leaving. And they move up in the draft to where they're comfortable. Bronny will be available and just grab him and, and try to let them play out that dream uh, inside crypto.com arena. But that is going to be a storyline all next year. What is Bronny James going to do and how will LeBron James react to it? Yeah, that doesn't sound like, uh, and I'm not saying you're presenting it as though it is, but just to comment on that scenario, it's it's not the uh, it's not the sturdiest of long term planning if you are a general manager or a high ranking scout in an organization. But it might be the course of action, and that's also could just be a business decision. I know, and it's not a good business decision for a franchise the way things set up right now, in my opinion. Um, just for Bronny, not for LeBron. LeBron can go play wherever his LeBron's like, it's all set. He's, he's, he's good to go, but the long-term projection on Bronny James and like, I just, yeah. Can we just have this guy get to campus and see what kind of college player he is and not try and rush this? We'll see if that's what we'll see if that winds up being the case. I don't think I don't expect him to be, the kind of player come next April that will be a surefire first round NBA pick. I just don't. Uh, 
but I could be wrong and I'm open to being wrong, but he's going to be on this team. And I'm just telling you, like if, if things play the way that they should, Collier is going to be a beast. I mean, he's just, he is an awesome, awesome player. Boogie Ellis is not afraid of the moment. Uh, Kachani Wright is, he's, he's going to be coming off the bench. He's a freshman. He's a stud. Uh, Vincey Wachuku, if he actually hits, he's also a, a mega talent. That's why, you know, obviously booting USC up even further makes a ton of sense from your end. Um, I just wonder if Bronny being involved in this become, you know, the, the, the element of all the attention and some of the potential circus type uh, environment that could come with this, just because you're the son of your LeBron James Jr. This is just part of the deal. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily be the way things don't have to go sideways. Don't have to go haywire. I'm not saying they necessarily will, but the potential is obviously there. And at a program like USC, you know, they've recruited well. They've had some good seasons. They haven't had to encounter this kind of stuff. It will be a new thing for everyone in that program uh, to deal with. It's just it's not something that they've had to do before. And how those players and how everyone around that handles that will be pretty intriguing. Um, Bronny James, in effect, becomes the most high-profile player to enter college basketball since Zion Williamson. I think he's more high profile than Imani Bates, who is plenty high profile. Don't get me wrong, but Bronny James is an even bigger name for, for obvious reasons. And Zion Williamson, different kind of situation, also went to a program that was as equipped as any in the country to handle uh, a megawatt freshman uh, phenom and someone projected to be uh, a really good pick. Remember, Zion wasn't even projected to be a number one pick when he, when he started college, but he quickly showed that he uh, was deserving of that. Um, it's a little bit different for, for USC, and I'm interested to see... Uh, See how it all plays out here. Um, I think this is probably a, a, a wise decision. I would have been intrigued to see if he had gone somewhere that wasn't so close to home, but that's not the case here. He wants to play at USC. And uh, just one other thing from me here, I, and I've said this many times over the years on the podcast, I prefer when your most high-profile prospects, now normally that's the number one, two, three, four, five, a guy in a class, and Bronny is not that, but he is, he is the most high-profile guy in the class. I prefer when we have guys like that go to spots that are not top five to 10 programs in the country. I like the spice. I like the variety. Give me a guy going to a spot that doesn't normally get those kind of players. And certainly USC, although it has gotten five stars and did get Collier, the top guy in the class, it's just not a school that we associate with having these super high profile prospects. It just makes it, you know what, give me a little more variety in the sport and I'm all for it. And uh, it makes the Pac-12, oh, by the way, that much more interesting. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that league is about to enter into its best ratings uh, from a TV perspective. Yes, Pac-12 Network and all GP that it's ever had because I think Bronny James is going to noticeably tick up. There will be a, a very, very big impact that he will have on viewership in college basketball next season, whether he's starting or not. If I have to buy a new refrigerator so I can watch this guy play. I don't know if that's worth it. I got to be honest. Doesn't feel like it's going to be worth yeah. it. I'm glad you mentioned Amani Bates because I do think there's possibly something uh, similar here. Um, if Bronny James is good enough to play, he's going to play, obviously. What if he's not? What if he gets on campus and it's like, dude, Isaiah Collier is the number one player in the country. Boogie Ellis is a, an experienced, old, established guard. Uh, you know, the, somebody else is just a little older, stronger, ready to go. And uh, the, the, he's not getting um, the it, and, and it's it becomes pretty clear to that coaching staff that this is not one of our best, you know, whatever players. This, this guy should not be playing 23 minutes per game, but you're trying to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. If you force play him, if he's not ready, 
that can cause problems because that is what happened at Memphis with Amani Bates. Penny felt like he had to play Amani Bates. He had to put him in the starting lineup, had to play in major minutes. And you know what the problem was? Everybody in that locker room knew that he sucked. They knew it. They saw it in practice. This, this guy's not ready for this level. And he's playing over me, playing ahead of me. It caused real problems in that locker room. And that Memphis team did not get good until Amani Bates was no longer a factor, you know, until he was away from the team. So I'm not predicting this can go like that, but if you're looking, if you're Andy Enfield, you got to be very aware of that. Hopefully he's good enough to be a meaningful part of your team. If he's not, how do you deal with that? Because there is obviously pressure to have him on the court. Um, but if he's not good enough to be on the court, as much as you're putting him on the court, that can cause problems uh, elsewhere within, uh, within your locker room. One other thing to note, some people in the comments have pointed out that, God, he did this one hour before the Kentucky Derby. I kind of appreciate how low key this was. I mean, it screwed I, up. You know, like, good point, GP. Like, I, it, I agree with that. I do it, agree with, with yeah, where like, you're going. Like, I, I'm glad I didn't start day drinking. There was a there was a, there was a point in the afternoon where I was like, you know what? We've already done baseball practices this morning. Kids are in the pool. Kentucky Derby's coming on. Mets are on in the afternoon. Knicks and Heat. Might just pour a drink and start this day early. And I said, no, 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 no. I don't need to. Let's wait a little while. So it caught me off guard, but I'm glad I didn't start day drinking. Otherwise, I you oh, might have, yeah. it might have been a different kind of podcast. You might just have to. You'll never see me drink and then jump on this podcast or drink and jump on HQ. That's not the way I'm losing my job. I'll just <laughs> politely say, you know what? I'm in no position to podcast right now, but I'm not going to try to fake it. Um, but, but you know, you, you think about his dad's biggest public missteps. Yes. And this is a 180 from that. Yeah, agreed. Uh, is is the decision. This this television show built around you're taking your talents to South Beach. I kind of like, obviously, they could have done this however they wanted um, and wherever they wanted. If they wanted this to lead SportsCenter tomorrow night, they could have led SportsCenter tomorrow night, whatever they wanted to do. I kind of appreciate that he just said, you know what? I know what I'm doing. It's going to USC. Let's post it on Instagram and dad go out and try to win a game three tonight. I kind of like how low key it was. Uh, I do. I do agree with that as well. And hopefully that's a, a good sign of, of things to come. By the way, since we started this, they ran the horses down in Churchill Downs. So something named Mage wound up winning, I guess. I don't know. Maje, Mage. I'm not sure. But that, that the race is over. So we, we, we have gone up against. Wow. This podcast routinely goes up against Sunday Night Football, the NFL playoffs, not the Super Bowl. But we, we went up against the Kentucky Derby and I damn, I think we won. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure we. I'm sure the Kentucky Derby officials are really upset with us. How dare they? How dare, How dare they? they? I know. Uh, well, you know what? The officials at the Kentucky Derby they got uh, they got more things to worry about. Here's another. Here's another hypothetical for you. Yeah. Bronny plays one season at USC. LeBron plays next season at uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers draft Bronny. Oh man! Oh man! Oh, man. LeBron opts out and says. Hey, you've got a really nice young core. I'll come for the vet minimum if you take Bronny, and we'll try to win another championship in Cleveland before I retire. How you like that? I think that I'm um, I'm open to hearing the counter argument, but that might be the best scenario of what could otherwise be a pretty mess messy situation overall. Again, just trying to force feed Bronny. Maybe he's ready in a year. That that I'm not I'm not discounting that possibility. I'm just saying from what I've seen and in talking to others, both scouts and the and occasional coach as well, um 
they they have not seen a one and done type of talent there. But if, if LeBron is oh. going to be on this kind of clock, I also I think we should always also keep in mind the potential that LeBron James tries to Tom Brady this thing. And I'm not saying play until he's 45 like Brady. Um, but with the contract, like maybe he's just like, all right, you mean my son needs another year. Okay. Then I'll, then I'll just play another year. Cause, cause we both know that he's capable of doing that. Like he's getting up there, but he's still on certain nights. He can demonstrate why he can be one of the three best players in the league. Even if he's not that on a week over week basis. Anymore. Yeah. I just um, like, I, I think when you say most people don't see a one and done player, if his name was something different, if his dad was somebody different, he mm-hmm. doesn't project as anybody we would be talking about as a one-and-done player. And I don't think, as we watch him play next season, he will be performing like anybody we would traditionally think about as a one-and-done player. The only reason he might be a one-and-done player is because LeBron wants him to get to the NBA as soon as possible. And remember, LeBron never said it's his dream to start next to his son. He said he just wants to be teammates with his son. Most franchises would put LeBron, Bronny James at the end of their roster. Just here's a roster spot so we can get your dad. That's not a big ask. That if, 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 if Bronny James is on an NBA roster after one year of college, it will probably be because somebody said this is a way to get the all-time scoring leader into our franchise. That will be the main motivation, not to have a 19-year-old Bronny James, but to have a 39-year-old LeBron James. I think we've pretty much tapped out here on a Saturday. What do you say? I got to go update the top 25 and one. You update the top 25. Hey, listen, we, we almost never podcast on a Saturday period, but uh, wife and I haven't decided uh, like movie situation. You got a movie recommendation for us tonight? I hardly ever watch movies anymore. I only watch shows. Okay. Are you guys up to date on succession? We are up to date on succession. Yeah. But I, usually, you know, off season, either a Friday or Saturday, you know, every other weekend we try and watch a movie. So, yeah, I don't know if you had one, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm watching Game Three, Warriors Lakers. Yeah, and, that, and, what, what we'll do is we'll probably have the movie on the big TV, and then I'll have that on the on the iPad and just on on you. So, and we got a WWD WWE big event in Puerto Rico tonight. I couldn't be less enthused about that. Oh, I can't wait. It's a it's going to be a big night here at the Paris. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I'm surprised. Are you, are you sure you're a sound mind at this moment? Because it feels like it's a big night, and you might have been ramping up. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't had a drink. Not one. Nothing. Okay. No. But, oh, boy, it's coming. Go treat yourself. It's coming. Shouts to Devin Downey. Shouts to Chester, South Carolina. Shout to Hawk. Shout to Larnell. Thank you guys once again for watching, listening to Ion College Basketball Podcast. If you're not subscribed, please go subscribe anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. There's more of us than there are of them that needs to be reflected in the comments. Appreciate you guys being here. On a Saturday, if you had horse bets, I hope they cashed. We'll talk to you again real soon. Till then, take care. CBS Friday. TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. Used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.